Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Salt Lamakia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. Gabby. Left field, deep, carry, getting out, bad job! Jose Caballero, his first big league home run! It's a 3-2 Atlanta lead, here in the eighth! There you go. No better way to start the week than to listen to Dave Sims. Home run call of the day. Jose Caballero, first career home run. Dave is one of the absolute best. I love his home run calls, and that's no exception right there. Excellent, excellent job. Speaking of excellent jobs, this is what we're planning to do for the entire week. Baseball isn't boring. It was a great weekend. It's going to be a great week. What is going on in this grand world of baseball? Well, the Mets have won five straight. You're welcome, Mets. You're welcome, Mets fans. You're welcome, Producer Evan. Everyone's feeling much better about the situation in New York. They've won five straight, and as we sit here right now, would be a wild card team. Panic, maybe a little premature. Good times at City Field. So we get a good times. The Orioles, is there better times? Has there been better times in years upon years upon years at Camden Yards? They swept the Blue Jays. They are now 31 and 16, and science would suggest. That means they're only two and a half back of the Rays. All right, today's podcast, let's get right to it. Kenley Jansen sat down with him, and we've sat down with Kenley a few different times, but I think this was the most impactful and powerful conversation we have had because the topic of the conversation is really the challenges that have come with pitching in this version of baseball this year and i felt like for all pitchers it's been challenging for all pitchers it's been a huge adjustment but especially for closers and kenley didn't disappoint when it came to giving perspective the breakneck speed for the game is really really impacting closers it's impacting all the pitchers but go get the feels of what a closer has to go through and kenley's going to give you that perspective and he surfaces something which i've been hearing a lot from a lot of different 
different pitchers, and we have to keep an eye on injuries. Injuries are starting to pile up. You have a lot of Tommy John injuries. You have a lot of other injuries. And will it get worse in June and July and August? In the baseball clubhouses, you're getting more and more murmurs of this, of this being a huge problem and basically a result of the new rules, the, the new rules of everything going a million miles an hour. And as you're here, going to hear Kenley Jansen talk about it, he said, Listen, if you're going to run your car, and I'm paraphrasing, but you'll hear him to the exact words that he gave, but if you're going to run your car and you're going to race your car all the time and push it to the limit, then you're going to blow out. And that's exactly what's happening with some guys already. So I think that this is a conversation that is going to only gain steam and maybe this starts it. All right. And also in this podcast, we have Josh Hader, another closer, because I wanted to get another closer's perspective. Josh, obviously, he is the closer for the San Diego Padres, having a great year, pitched uh, scoreless inning on Sunday. So he's only given up two runs in an entire of 18 innings for the year. He, I would say he's the hottest reliever, but he's not. That would go to the godfather, the guy who was on the podcast that, or last week and the guy who this podcast was born from, and that's Joe Kelly. Well, going back to April 8th, 11 and one-third innings, three hits, one run, no walks, 17 strikeouts. That obviously comes after... It was most recently punctuated with another perfect inning striking out, too. The Godfather's having a good year. Go listen to the podcast from last week to get an idea of what he's doing, how he's doing it, and his perspective going forward. You aren't going to be disappointed. You know what? You aren't going to be disappointed with what this podcast today delivers. That would be starting with Kenley Jansen. You know what it's like to close in a baseball game. I don't. Yeah. All right? Yeah. But I'll say this. You probably didn't know what it was like to close in 2023 compared to 2019 or 18 or... 22. 22. Does it feel a lot different? Totally. I'm not going to agree with... I'm not going to lie to you, but yeah, totally totally different. Uh, It's just that pitch clock, man. It's something else. But, you know, we have to adjust to it. I'm not not that type to complain about it. I think this game is a game of adjustment. That's what they want us to do. And they think that's better for the game. So be it. And, you know, you got to have fun doing it. And, um, it's definitely, definitely challenging, but no more out there having fun. No more having fun for the first game to the rest of it. That's, uh, I can't get better. You have fun because you do well. But, but here's the thing. Like, so, you said, you've, and you've done a great job of adjusting to it. But there's still, like, as a closer, I, I think this is the most interesting position in this college, is closing. Because things are intense, yeah. things speed up really fast, yeah. and, and so t- take me through, if you can, the feeling, aside from just, like, obviously you have to 15 seconds or 20 seconds, the feeling of, of coming in a game, having to close out a game now compared to a year ago. Well, so the thing is, it's like you're learning and adjust, adjusting right now, especially like when you come out there and, you know, you're not turning strikes. It, it, it can get a little challenging because what we will do if there's no fish clock there, you learn how to slow the game down, take your breathing, reset your mind, and go back out there and attack the zone. So that's the one thing for me, I'm learning how to adjust to that. Uh, uh, I have... Normally I don't have that often, but I have quite a four straight pitch walk this year because it's just time. 
So you have to get in there. You can't reset yourself as opposed to what you learn is to slow the game down. Because the game will speed up on you in any innings, the ninth inning, it will speed up quick on you. So that's a challenging part. You know, I got to figure that part out still. Mm -hmm. um, you know, lead off hits or, or doubles, that's another thing too, that you learn how to slow the game down, but you can't. Um, and then, you know, I got to address the rule that, you know, we talk about seeing the game up and, you know, that has been happening with me against the Cardinals. You know, that sucked too, but I'm thankful that Major League step up to yeah. make the game better. And I'm so grateful for that, that they kind of, you know, smooth things out that neither the pitcher or the position player is going to check each other out there. Right. You know, because as a closer, I'm so locked in, and when I see a bat up and someone's looking at me, I'm coming. You know, you're ready to hit. You know, so to go pay attention to all those type of things, now you're giving us more information to worry about, and sometimes you gotta be careful with that. Think about how many things that you have to worry about now. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So yeah, compared to what it was, where you're like, what okay, it was, and also your body feels different now. Yeah, you know, like I'm not a person that gets sore so quick. Now, because you're, because it's like it's like yeah, you're running sprints instead yes, of jogging, exactly. right? You're, 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 yeah, exactly. You know, you're not pacing yourself out there. But hey, if it's better for the game, then you know we gotta figure out how to train ourselves to make sure we recover well. And that's pitching getting hurt because the pitchers are getting hurt out there right now. And we, I was, you know, just talking about this is that this is one we didn't know. How, how it was going to feel in the ninth inning of a game. Because yeah. we had the minor leagues, we had spring training. Yeah. We knew this was coming. We knew the ninth yeah. inning there was going to be some screwed up situation yeah. that was going to be cost me a game. I'm, right. thankful that I'm glad that it happened with me because it's okay. I, I, I will bounce back. Then. Yeah. But, you know, for someone young or, or you know, like, it can be heartbreaking. You know, like oh. you say, like, someone doesn't have time in the league to they put them in that situation if the clothes are down that day, you know, that's the worst thing to happen. But you know, but it's okay. You learn, you, learn, you live and you learn. Every day we learn, and we have to adjust. And yeah. If it's for the better for the game, then we have to make an adjustment also to going just off season of you know how to train ourselves better and minimize the injuries because the injuries are real. So I, I'm going to dig in on this. But, you know, injuries are already real, right? Go look at how many, you know. Yeah. I don't want to, like, okay, here's the wood, right? Yeah. But how many Tommy Johns already? Like, yeah, this I mean, just think about it, man. If you're having a car and you're constantly erasing it, you know? Yeah. What you got to do, you know? Yeah. Something gonna, like a hose going to blow, you know? Like, something is going to blow. Like a jack race car, like, if you want to make us be, like, you know, like we have to be 100% every pitch, something's going to happen, and um, I understand, man, like, we try to cut 20, 30 minutes out of the game, you know, I love it, too, I'm life, you know, the things, shorter games, but then, we got to see what's beneficial for all of us as, as, as pitchers also, too, you know, because you don't want, especially for starters, you know, starters don't get enough time to recover no more, especially... If we are the other team have a big inning and uh, the other team come out there one to three, he has to go back out there right. and throw in the rapid fire. So you're playing with someone's life and career right. to basically blow out.
up. Uh, like I say, I'm not criticizing, but I'm just no, but it's, the, it's, I'm speaking the reality. Uh, it's a love and hate thing because I love it, honestly, but also you hate it also. Yeah. Bit, you know, guys talking about this in baseball now, like understanding this, this, like all the stuff that we're talking about it now about. You know, hey, we don't know what's going to happen in June and July and August. Yeah. Because, you people know. Are, people are getting worn out. You know, like you yeah. can't. This is the one thing I hope people understand. You can't compare AAA to MLB. You know, otherwise, all of them are up here, right? So, there's a different, there's still a big difference when you play AAA from the big league. I remember when I got called out, I'll give you AA. And it's a big jump, you know, you talk about the best of the best, and, you know, uh, it's tough, it's tough, you're going to have good at bats, you're going to have good pitching, but then, for us as the pitchers, you know, asking for something to happen, and it's not cool. Yeah. How do you train yourself? Like you can only all you can do. And listen, I've never seen. You just have to figure that out. I think I think it's a year of experience this year. Yeah. To everybody figure it out because you don't know how you're gonna feel. Like we we already know how we're feeling right now, but you don't know how you're gonna feel in June, July, August, September. It's a long season. You know? Yeah. It's, it's longer than Triple A. Sometimes you still can protect your prospects down there for them to come up here, but when they come up here, you want your best team to win buggies because we all play for championships. Right. So um, there's things that you have to evaluate and figure out what's best. I think we all learning. You know? I think I hope MLB is also learning about this. Um, to make the game better. That's what we all want. We all want the game to be better. And I just don't want them to be stubborn. Yeah. And just because you're MLB, you know, rules is the rules. You know, like I hope we get feedback from players. Well, that was a good, like, that was a good sign, right? Like yeah. the Contreras thing. With yeah, that's a great sign. Right. That that shows me that they want the game to be great. Right. You know, so I think it's this the year that we all have to learn and don't be stubborn about it. And what can we do to be better on it? I'm not criticizing about it, but it's just no. But this is all learned. This is a reality. Yeah, yeah but reality. listen, listen. When I see people want to feed their family, you know what I'm saying? So this game is gonna be here. We're gonna die, and this game is still gonna be here. You know, and owners and everybody's gonna make tons of money. But understanding also too that players are trying to feed their family too, and you don't want guys to be blown out because. Of something is causing it. So we all want to be at our best levels and perform, and hopefully we all learn. You know, going going for it. So getting the nuts and the bolts about training for it. Like nobody works out. I've seen you work out more than I've seen maybe any player. I don't know why, but like, but I've seen you work. You work out like a ton. Yeah. So and I was just talking to another player, James Paxton, about this. About he used to be, hey, just put on the rubber suit and go run two miles. Now it's a lot of sprint stuff. Now it's like like because you guys are like we talked about. It's fast. Yeah. Fast. I mean, Velo, Velo, Velo is real. Velo got up there. You know, I don't want to be behind either. You know, so I gotta learn how to put myself back in the best. You know, position to you know fire the ball because 
the game changed. The game changed for the better. The game is better compared to like 10 years ago. You know, um, I remember when I first got called up, it wasn't anybody's throwing it that hard. You know, everybody's throwing it off. 98, 99. You know, so as older you get, you gotta learn how to train yourself, do other stuff. As for me, man, I, I just can't sit still. I need to be out there, do my running. That's how, my, that's how I got used to it. People train different than I do, but that's the way that you know I'm basically learning myself every day to be better, and I'm gonna learn about this pitch block too. Like the more you get through it, you're gonna learn to what you need to do pre-game, after game, how you're gonna care, you know, do body care. So it's a lot of things you probably gonna learn about. How do you, how do you, what are some of the things you're working on to slow down things? Like we, you just talked about, about when things like you, you have four pitch walks to slow down. Like it's like I gotta work on this. Like how do you, how do you work on that? It's hard because I can't. I, I, I have no answer for you yet. You just know? lower the heart rate. It's like Ricky Bobby. Hey, yeah, it's like you can, If you take your time and break, it's gonna be ball two. Right. You know what I'm saying? So and, and that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but when you looked at like I was, oh, Ken, I think one, I think you, you should do that happened, Honestly, I think. Pitchers should have one time step out the rubber anytime. If hitters is having that, we should have that. I think I will guarantee you if I just get 20 seconds, like step out 20 seconds, and the empire do it. Yes, we, we probably will find a rhythm. But right now it's hard to find a rhythm that you can't step out. Like you can step out only when. I'm on some things, but right. then when I step out together myself, that's one time left for guys still. I mean, it's a lot of stuff we're learning right now. Well, you said another thing you said, which I, is admirable, that you said, I'm glad this happened to me, right? And we talked about it a week or so ago about all the things that you did, like to help your mind and everything. And to get to this point where you can say that, that's another. Yeah, because I feel mentally, I feel that. Hey, yeah. second low save, I feel mentally because I let it get to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you keep, you know, tell timeouts, I'm violating, I'm violating. You know, we human. I got pissed up. I got pissed up, and then things speed up even more. Next thing you know, you know. But I'm saying to come out of it and feel yeah. like, okay, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay now. Tomorrow will be better. Yeah, tomorrow will be better. Like, once, uh, it won't happen twice to me out there. Let me tell you that way. Yeah. Uh, I guarantee it will not have happen twice to me. Like even if I violate it, like I won't mentally let that disrespect me no more. Yeah. You know? We're human. Like we make mistakes, and I learn out of it. It cost, it cost me a save. You know, it cost the team. You know, a win. So it sucks, but you know we have to move forward and learn about it. And you know today I'm gonna be better. And so not the final thing is well, I'll come back to what yeah. I said initially. Being a closer, is it what could you have ever imagined? Like when you signed, when you sat up there, hey everybody, here's Kenley Jansen, Boston Red Sox closer, yeah. that it would be like this. And again, congratulations to you, great year, adjustments. It's been a blast talking to you, it honestly has. But like, could you ever imagine that we'd be sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, all this stuff? No, no. I mean, it's it's hard, man. It's hard, like how they. If I answer your question correct, I hope I, I do, but it's, this is not a small adjustment. It's a huge adjustment for everybody, and 
you know. Um, we're trying to do that. I don't know what the cost of it, that our game is too long, you know, because I still see people coming to the stands, you know, so I really want to know what the reason is for all this, you know, like we're doing this. You know, you look at a football game, it's long, it's long, but it's sold out every day. You know, the fact is that we play every day, the stadium is not going to be sold out every day, you know, but if I'm wrong, correct me. And I want MLB to correct me too if I'm wrong, but I think streamings and all this stuff is, is high. I don't think it's because of fish clock. Hmm. Well, one thing you aren't wrong is usually about basketball. Yeah. Usually. I, I ain't wrong, but this, 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 these last two series I'm a little wrong right now. It surprised me. I want, really want to see. I'm gonna give you a reset. I'm gonna give you a reset. Okay. Yeah. I don't know when this might be. People wouldn't listen to this, whatever. I'd maybe Monday, Tuesday, whatever. But the series won't be over. I'm going to give you a reset. Which series won't be over? No, no. I, I don't know which one. By the time people listen to it, I don't know. All I'm saying is that let's say they listen to it. It doesn't matter. The series won't be over by the time. Yeah. Reset. Who is going to? Who is the, the two teams in the NBA Finals? My dream. Well, I know you're. Everybody dream. dream. Yeah, Lakers and Celtics. Lakers and Celtics. Yeah. Everybody want to see. 17 banners, both teams going for the 18. Right. I think Adam Silver wants to see that. Okay. You know, he's rooting for that. So I don't. I don't think. Yeah. Yes, he is. That Denver, Miami. Denver, Miami. I mean, uh, no disrespect to them, but All right. so, you know. So okay. So this. Let's say that the Lakers and Celtics come back. Yeah. Will Kenley Jansen be sitting courtside, TV guard? I'm definitely will. Where, no, 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 no. I didn't finish. Okay. Wearing a Lakers shirt. I would definitely wear a Lakers shirt. Listen to me, I didn't. Don't don't get mad with me, um, Boston fans. Because you will know. I will have it, but I definitely will have a jacket on top of it. So you will never know I got that Lakers jersey. You know what I'm saying? So, but don't get mad at me, man. I, hey, I'm here in Boston. I'm here with the Red Sox. We're gonna try to dominate, but hey. I just grew up a Laker fan. Don't kill me. The great game of basketball. That's yeah. what we're rooting for. All right. All right. Good stuff from Kenley. Now, as you said, we wanted to get another closer's perspective. And Josh Hader, guy who was inexplicably traded from the Milwaukee Brewers to the San Diego Padres. And, boy, the Padres are happy that happened. He he is a guy. He's an interesting guy. A guy who's having just another lights-out year. When you watch him pitch, you're like, how does anyone hit this guy? But he's a different type of pitcher than Kenley, but he's playing the same position. So this is what we do. We don't just listen, rely on one voice. We want to get multiple voices. This is a reminder. Subscribe, rate, review. At BB isn't boring. Thanks to everyone. Thanks to producer Evan for putting together all the socials and doing all his hard work. Thanks to everyone who's buying the baseballs and boring t-shirts at swing juice you can catch that link at bb isn't boring and just thanks to everyone for listening all right let's finish things off here with a little conversation with the san diego padres closer so the biggest thing for me i would say is when growing up playing baseball we've always been taught and told to slow the game down and be able to like really just stay in your in your moment right and not let the game speed up on you and obviously now with the pitch clock um, you don't have that option to just slow the game down now you have 15 seconds to slow the game down or 20 seconds to slow the game down so it's just a little bit different of a tactic um, an aspect of like 
being yourself and, and staying in the moment, right? So, um, yeah, it's just been different like that, but, you know, it's been easy to adjust. Um, you know, for me, I think it would be more in between pitches where I would, like, be kind of slow, um, you know, but it's just... It's just one of those things that you just got to get practice in and, and get those mental reps and, and kind of get your internal clock readjusted. Is it more is it more different than you thought it would be? Like, we, 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 we go into it and we say, oh, well, the minor leagues and spring training. But we all knew that it was going to be different in the ninth inning of a major league game, right? Where you, you need to slow things down and everything to high stakes. I don't know if it's... I'm overstating it or yeah I mean like you said I mean like like anything that we've ever been taught is to slow the game down right so um, you know whether it's the ninth inning I mean any big situation right we're like I said we're, we're taught to slow the game down so you know I don't think it, it really made a big difference to like whether you're going to execute a pitch or not because I don't personally think it, it changed that aspect of the game um, but I do think that you have to you have to be always thinking about the next pitch and, and being um, quick with what you're seeing and, and um, analyzing through the hitter and what they're telling you and uh, I think too with the pitch calm it makes it a whole lot easier because now you can go back and forth with your catcher I mean I have the opportunity to tell him what I'm thinking in my head and vice versa he can hit that to me right after that next pitch and now I'm like okay now I know what I'm going to do and now if I don't like it boom I have the opportunity to say I don't even have to shake and wait to put down the pitches I already have that opportunity to tell him I want this pitch or whatever location whatever it may be so I think there's there's some things that like kind of help that opportunity to speed the game up to where you can take that five extra seconds to slow the game down, right? So I think that's that's the difference, but that's the biggest thing for, for me out of this whole thing is I think the pitch comm is actually very beneficial to, um, you know, getting that opportunity to slow the game down and, and be able to, you know, know what you're already going to do and what you all you got to do is execute that pitch. How about physically? Like the challenges that we talk about, you know, I talked to, we had Daniel Bard on a couple of days ago, and he was talking about how the season, we're going to find out about when, what happens to the season and how guys are reacting to it. How do you, and we don't know, like we don't know how it's going to affect physically, but for you training, have you, have you trained any different or? No, not really. I think too, maybe the biggest things is, you know, in my run running after I throw, it's been like more agility stuff, trying to get that quick, uh, uh, quick flinch. Right. Uh, I don't know, hey, quick twitch. Yeah, yeah. Twitch, twitch. But it's true. Quick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitch. it's true more so than so ever. So you need though. to really, you need to really make sure those muscles are firing. Make sure they're able to, you know, say you run over and get a PFP. You're able to kind of gather yourself quickly because you're used to your body going real quick and then being able to slow it down and do it again. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think there's just little things like that that you can prepare yourself for. Um, but I do think, you know, once it gets to Midwest and you're playing in 100-degree weather um, in the humidity, you know, that may change a little bit. We don't know exactly, but I do think um, there could be some moments where, you know, that heat's going to take a toll on some guys. But at the end of the day, we're used to it. Um, you can't make excuses either. I mean, everybody's got to play in the same conditions. It's like a lot of things, though. We don't know. It's we like, don't. We don't know. We don't. And again, whether it's that, whether it's injuries, whether it's a 
performance. Like we don't know. Like we don't know. You know. Yeah. That's I guess that's the great thing about baseball, right? We never know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You never know. No matter what, pitch clock or not, you never know what's going to happen on the outcome. So of the it. last thing is, we ask everybody this: the quest, simple question: Why isn't baseball boring? <laughs> and uh, assuming the, I mean, assuming that you feel that way. No, I, I mean. We could have some haters out there, but I think I love playing the game of baseball. I think it's nothing. There's no other sport that's like it. Um, You know, it's different every single inning, every single pitch, every single game is different. You can never have really. You never know what to expect. So I think that's the cool thing about it. You know, I was never really a big fan of watching it on TV. um, You know, but I do think maybe. I never watched it with like the pitch clock, obviously as a fan, but I think the I think that maybe keeps that edge on because you, you're always going quick and uh, there's no time to like waste with batting gloves or like the adjusting of the hats behind the mound, you know. So I think that's a, that's a difference, but uh, yeah, I mean I think it's it's a great game and I think you know a lot of kids that play this game know that we're just a bunch of grown men playing a kid's game and. I mean, there's not much better than that.